0: Clark, My debut, 1990 September, Bristol City away,
1: to get that opportunity what thousands of Geordie's only dream of.
2: Lee Clark, Lee Clark,
1: 1-0. Williams, my first goal of a sudden underway at Leicester, it uh, was a left-foot volley. I didn't realise my left foot was for kicking the ball with it as well, I thought it was just for standing
3: up. Williams! Hignette. Playing against Chelsea and, and to score the first goal there Is something that Still lives with me now And it's, it's what
2: most people will talk to me about
4: Hignett with the ball for Hignett You beauty
2: You scouser Teesside beauty Worship every weekend It's the three legends Banter and rivalry Across the North On the tune The Cat The Red
4: Fellas What a week what a week. I mean, Sunderland get the own. What a week indeed. <laughs> Sunderland get the Sunderland get the points <laughs> again. But it looks like they're getting Ian Ian Beatles manager. That's going to be a bit of a soap opera, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never a dull moment, oh. mate. Never a dull moment. Come
0: on, we can't put a dampener on Daz's week. He's uh, he's on fire. He's
4: flying, isn't he? He's flying. <laughs> yeah. He
1: oh mate, honestly, man. what a week it was, eh? What a week. Unbelievable, <laughs> you know, going in, going into the game and I took a point to be quite honest against Leeds, but wow, you know what? What mm. a great result! What a great result! I love the messages. Yeah, and then let like, us it. I think they're trying to take us down a peg or two now, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I just love the messages you you guys are swapping in the WhatsApp group that we don't talk about
4: uh, for this show, and uh, it's all dodgy for England and all that sort of stuff. Fantastic, <laughs>
1: uh, like, mate. I mean. I mean, let's be honest. He, he's done fantastic in the in the two games, and he, you know, I mean, he, do, he, do, you know, probably more so the Leeds game, to be honest, because you know that was, uh, you know, down to a tee. You know, he got everything spot on. Um, you know, and and to, you know, we all know what Leeds are like. You know, they're, they're a great side, um, but we seem to nullify them quite a lot. Um, and I, I I was a little bit disappointed to be quite honest with, with Leeds, but you know all credit to Doddy. you know he's he's gone about his uh, his job um this time obviously you know I, I know he was you know he was talking about last time and it was a bit of a you know a bit of a disaster but this time he, you know he's, he's turned it full full circle
3: not yeah, great, great play to uh, it does great i was a bit points. disappointed with leeds if i'm honest the leeds that played against middlesbrough who were attacking and exciting and and caused massive problems didn't seem to have that same same energy about them and, and was that down to Sunderland just Playing really well and, and nullifying, like you say, or was it down to Leeds not f- not being at it on the day?
1: I, I, I think maybe you know maybe it's a bit of both, mate. You drop me now, you know. Obviously, I don't want to give Son and Dollar credit, but I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> 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 but no, I think you know, I think he, he got it spot on. Um, you know, you, you you look at the for the goal, uh, you know, the situation that you know the lads recovering, you know, recovery runs getting back. Um, you know, the, there was a determination in there to you know to go and win the game. Um, you know, I think I think when when we won it back in our own half, just outside a uh, 18 yard box, uh, you know, I, I believe there was about you know six six or seven players around the ball, um, you know, just chasing back to get back in, and then obviously we broke, and you know the football we we broke on was fantastic, and then you know a great adjustment from Pritchard just to uh, it down in in uh, Jobs' path, and you know a great finish from him, but you know I, I think he looks different. He looks different when he's, he's up top. Um, you know, I think Dodgy got that spot on.
3: Could he be the one who scores all the goals? Does I, I think he could be make a centre Could
1: be. I think he could. You know. I think he could be. mate. You know. He, he has made a difference. He does give us something, something different up there. You know. He, he has an energy. He's quick. You know. He, he's strong. Um, and he, you know. He, he's got an eye for goal. You know. Let's be honest. You know. The, the opportunities he's had from from a deeper position in midfield. Um, you know. He, he. You know. He's he he's scored a few, and, and not only that. You know. He, he's hit the woodwork on, on numerous occasions, but. Um yeah I think he could be I think he could be a difference mate. I, I I still think don't get me wrong I still think you know you you've got to be looking in January for you know a striker uh, with a, you know with a, with a decent um score record behind him but uh, you know as everybody will be you know in January but yeah I think he could be mate. But I you know I just like the way we play you know when we break we you know we break with an urgency you know we get forward we get up the pitch and we you know we get people in dangerous areas and and nine times out of 10 when we do break at that at that speed you know we create a chance chance and opportunity or something you know sometimes a goal.
0: Does, has, he, uh, has he changed much in terms of the, the way the team play or the, uh, the personnel or anything like that has he made any significant changes? I think he's had a couple of changes around
1: mate I mean obviously you know he's put Joe, Job up there you know Seal, Seal had a game against Lee, and I thought you know he was brilliant to be quite honest I thought he was probably a little unjust Really, not to get um, man of the match, you know, because I I thought I thought he was, you know, he's really good on the night. Um, He's had a little change around. I mean, mean, there's not really a lot, lot he's been able to do, obviously. um, But I do think the change with Job up there, you know, (coughs) has made a difference. um, To be quite honest, and. You know, like I say, you know that with Job, you know you you've got a a little bit of of everything. Um, you know he's composed on the ball. You know he's a big lad. You know he he's got a he's got a bit of pace about him. But you know, like I say, he's also got that eye for goal. And I think you know that change against Leeds, especially, you know, made made a big difference.
2: Mm.
3: Brave goal, wasn't it? Daz? put his head in where it is. could have got proper clattered by the keeper, but he was determined he was going totally to get to mate. it, wasn't he? Totally, and it's, it's not often not often you see
1: that now, is it? You know, let's be honest. Um, you know, people don't want to stick their head in there, you know. Uh, uh, but he did, you know. And it, I mean, for me, it was the adjustment of Pritchard's head. You know, header down. Yeah. You know, it was just because it's come come at him with such such pace, and, and I think Pritchard was still on the move at the time, so he's kind of he kind of put the brakes on, but kind of took the took the weight of of, of the uh, clearance off. And it's yeah. just you know it's just dropped down in a perfect position, um, and obviously the keepers the keepers then made a decision uh, to kind of come and try and claim it, um, but obviously Jobs just nipped in there and, and stuck his like you say stuck his head in a place that you know not
3: not a lot lot of many strikers would now. Daz, talking to some of the lads who were at the game. They were saying Pritchard was really good, like really good. So almost I mean, ran the game.
1: I took you know Pritchard is 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 probably
3: one of my one of my favourites, mate.
1: In all honesty. Um, i like him you know he's lively on the ball he makes things tick i think when he's on it i think you know the tempo uh, the way we break um you know we seen we seen the other week against west brom you know when he's picked out the picked out the pass with the outside of his foot um you know it it's it, you know it's just a, it's a nice weighted pass you know it, you know in in and it's, you know it He's just he's he's very clever on the ball, but he brings a lot of energy into that middle of the park, and I think that's where a lot of the times you know Sunderland we do we do dominate in that area because we've got the likes of Pritchard, you know you, you you've got you know Jobs being in there at times, you know, um, and you know it's Roberts and it's just and Clark and it's just that busy little area, you know, and they all seem to be you know really lively on the ball, and I think obviously that's where we create a lot of uh, a lot of our chances and a lot of our you know our goals from. Um, but when he's in there, it just he just seems to be able to
3: lift that tempo. Is that it? Well, Are we I finished. Say, Please for you, Daz. Oh, well, I'm I'm finished because. Oh, oh no, no, I'm not it's finished. It's depressing yet, how well they've done, we just, isn't it? We just it's we just
0: thought uh, we just thought Daz was just going to take on the full hour himself. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, we've got absolutely a, nothing to say, me and Clarky. We're talking gardening it, and right.
1: wrapping Christmas presents. Is that what yeah, those conversations going to be. be? Yeah. Since yeah, Big Tony's gone, I've got no sweets, so <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: but no Daz, I mean, listen, Daz, if if they do go for Beal and, and everyone's talking about it, if they do go for Beal, what is that for me, is that a step forward? Is it is it them saying oh now we've got a younger manager who, who can who can develop these younger players? But I mean for me I don't see any difference whatsoever. I, I can't in fact I, I see a little bit less, if I'm honest, you know, a little bit less experience, oh, yeah. a little bit less no yeah. nouse, a little bit less know how. And listen, I might be I might be doing a disservice there, um to to Michael Beale, but Tony, you know, is he not is he not the same, if not more experienced? Will he I, not get I, more of players?
0: I, I, or? I, I certainly think that Higgy I certainly think that uh, you're not getting an upgrade on Tony Mowbray with Beale, not not no. for me. Um, I think uh, he he had a terrific start at QPR but then when he you know when he turned down that apparent approach from Wolves and then give it I want to stay loyal to QPR then they went on a horrific run Mm. and then he got appointed the the, the Rangers manager and uh, obviously from my time up there managing there's no there's nowhere to go if you're second up with there if you're Rangers or if you finish second it's it's uh, been a nightmare of a season for you. So, and he lost in some big games, didn't he? As well in 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 Europe and the uh, old Firm games. So, he's, he's still. I think he's. I think he's a. And by all accounts I've heard, he's a brilliant coach. Um, and he can, you know, develop. But he, like you said, Higgy, he, he hasn't been a manager for a long time. You know, his jobs mm. haven't lost lasted for long times and. In comparison to Mogga, who's you know won things in the game, is a manager promotions or whatever in time with Celtic. But uh, no, I, I don't think it's a it's an upgrade at all. You know, if I just no, I, 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 it, it'll be it'll, if I was a Sunderland fan. I'd be a little bit uh, feel a little bit flat, to be honest with you, and that's nothing against Michael Beale because he could turn out to be a brilliant appointment. But I just think at this moment in time, for what what he's done um, in his two jobs, um, mm,
3: not not you've got it, well, what you've to got say? is this needs obviously, like you said, Clarky, talented. But what you've got is a manager now who's in the same image as the team. You know, up and coming, yeah. young manager. Don't really know which way it, it, it's going to go. No, um, and they're both learning on the job, if you like. You know, Surely. gaining more experience. And
0: and and the, and the um, backroom team are young. Higgy, they've got a young backroom yeah. team. Yeah. You know, yeah. Michael Dodge is only thirty-seven. Procky Proc, Howells, Procky does.
1: Procky's uh, he's he's just a bit younger than me, right? So he's probably uh, he probably forty. Forty's Yeah, he's probably forty. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs enemies? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, I. I, I agree, I agree. Lads, I think, you know, I think it is a bit of a step of a step back. Listen, I'm not taking away from like he might come in, you know, if he comes in, he might come in and do a fantastic job, but it looking at it from the outset, I don't I don't see how, how there's any difference. You know, I don't I, I don't I don't see what the difference is. You know, Tony Tony he had the lads playing, you know, he's got a great group of players, he had a great relationship with them. Uh, you know, as as Mike does, as Mike Dodds does, you know, he's a great relationship with with the guys. Um and, and you know I feel a little bit disappointed if that if that's going to be the case you know but again you know no disrespect I'm not taking away from because you know when a manager comes in obviously you know you've got to give him the opportunity and the chance um, but I agree and I, I think you know a lot of the fans are, you know are the same at this moment in time you know a little bit disgruntled and a little bit uh, unhappy.
3: Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? We're talking about change of manager and, and Sunderland are the ones on the up at the minute. <laughs> it's just yeah, bizarre, it's crazy, isn't mate.
0: But, That's another reason why you would think about just taking your time a bit, giving it a bit longer, because, you know, all joking aside, Dodgy's come in and done it, you know, settled the ship. Um, You can imagine it's been quite tough with the young players because they seem to have a great rapport with Tony, but with Dodgy being in there already, um, he seems to have settled the ship, got brilliant six points from those two games. Um, So you're just wondering, you know. Do I have to act as, as quickly as this Is is Beal? If he does get the job, is, was he the number one target, or had it been turned down by other potential targets or whatever? It's a tough one.
1: I think they've been. I think yeah. I think there's the, obviously there's been a few names bantered about, hasn't there? And apparently there's been a few obviously uh, talks going on. But yeah, you know it's it, it's it's a it's a strange one, mate. Where it's come from, to be quite honest, because it's kind of you know like you say you look at his past and you know his history and that and you know is it, is it right uh, I don't feel it is but like I say you know we're not going to not gonna judge somebody until you know they've had have a, obviously a little a bite of the apple
4: Well he was asked that in his press conference wasn't he Dodds? he was asked what he's changed what's different uh, to when Tony Mowbray was there uh, shall we have a listen to his response
1: ok yeah,
0: here
4: he goes
1: yeah um, a little bit of luck
0: a little bit of luck Um as I keep saying, the, the, um, the dressing room is a really, really good dressing room. Um, and, you know, fortunately from my perspective, they've, they've, they've brought into um, some, of the, some of the tweaks and changes that, that we've changed in, in the process leading up to games. Um, but, yeah, good players and a little bit of luck. He's putting it down to luck, fellas.
4: It, there must be more to it than luck simply because you don't go out and do West Brom and Leeds.
3: Nah, he's... Dave, there's he's no saying that Tony wouldn't any. have done that. Isn't exactly, it? yeah. There's, there's no saying Tony exactly. wouldn't have done that. Tony's Tony's changed the club around and got them playing like they have, and they've got this model now that he bought into. Tony was like a father figure, I think, to the kids. I think he they looked up to him, like Clark, he said. He improved them. He made it <laughs> exciting for fans to go and watch football. And sometimes, you know, he's had them on the verge of the playoffs from last season mm. to now. So... I don't think there's anything changed. I just think it's one of them, you know, Middlesbrough are going through it now, uh, Newcastle are going through it, where you have a blip every now and again in the season. And that's Sunderland's blip, probably. You know, it used to say they wouldn't, because they're more than capable of getting two results against the West Brom and Leeds. Although, you know, they are great results, don't get me wrong. But what's to say that Tony wouldn't have done that anyway? Mm.
1: This is the thing. Yeah, I said exactly the same as you, Higgy. You know, I don't feel that, you know, I, I'm pleased that is coming and done well, and he, you know, he's got two games under his belt. But then to kind of like overlook him, but but think I was the same. You know, T- Tony probably would have got those results. Do you know what I mean? There's, I don't see the difference. Do you know? It's 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 a strange one, and it's a strange way to go about it. But you know, it's you know, let's see what happens in it. There's you know, there's, there's never a dull moment, is there Let's be honest. Not with Sunderland, that's for sure.
4: Tell you what we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> give the contact details out. If you want to get in touch with the lads, ask a question, make your point, you can, you can watch up uh, WhatsApp the studio, the number is 0330-043-2002. Uh, it is the three legends, Lee Clark, Darren Williams, Craig Hignett, 0330-043-2002, and the lads will be right back after this.
2: World Celestial, Celestial window.
4: Why do clients choose Ather & Co?
0: Very diligent, very caring, put themselves in my shoes. Always informed me, kept me up to date of what was going on.
4: Didn't feel I had anything to worry about and I had nothing to do other than turn
3: up for a medical. Ather's did the rest.
4: For the full story, see ather's.co.uk forward slash reviews. Choose
2: the
5: When it's full-time, it's soul time. Every Saturday and Sunday, join me at six. Two hours of great soul music, new releases, UK can soul chart hits, and memories from the past. We'll have them all. All I need is you to join me, Mike Pryor, in the Soul Cellar for the kickoff at six.
2: It's the three legends. Across the Northeast, Clark, legend. Williams, legend. Hignett, legend. WhatsAppers, call or send a voice message. Banter at its best. 033 43 2002. Right across the Northeast, the between the cat and the red. Mm.
4: Higgy, I think it's your turn, mate. Borough, um, oh, crest geez, of a slump at the moment, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is, I mean, since that 4-0 win at Preston, you know, and you, everything was looking up and you think, yes, get in, scored a few goals. They'll they'll go on a little run again. You know, that was after the Bristol City defeat, but then they played Leeds, got beat 3-2. Ipswich came to town, I was at the game and, and Ipswich really impressed me. I was interested to see Ipswich because I haven't seen them live this season, wanted to see them. They were, listen, Borough and Ipswich play this, a similar type of football, which you'd expect, you know, possession-based. They pass it around the back a little bit till someone steps out and then they'll play through the thirds and, and try and get at yet. Yeah. Ipswich were much better at it than Middlesbrough were. They had better players. They, they just had more quality all round. And it was a comfortable win, really comfortable 2-0. I mean, don't get me wrong, Middlesbrough had some injury problems and didn't play well on the day. They were a little bit slow and laboured. Um, but it was just disappointing, you know, just a really disappointing game. And to see how, how comfortable it was for Ipswich, it was a bit of an eye-opener. So for me, I think we need the best players to be able to compete with the Ipswiches, Leicesters. If they have, they've got half a chance. Um, but then you think, you know, they've got another home game against Hull. They we're doing well themselves. You know, Rossini is doing a, a decent job up there. Um, but again, it was it was lacklustre, and and it wasn't for the want of of effort. There was just no pace in the game. Borough still had chances. Don't get me wrong, um, but their finishing was really poor, and that's the difference. You know, two boxes. They couldn't defend um, in their own box, and they couldn't put the chances away in the opposition's box. And that's been the story really. Them, you know, Lath has Lather coming. He scored three in the last three. Um, Looks like he's got a goal in him, but not like... Um, listen, he hasn't got a great touch, but he runs about. He's he's quick. He makes a nuisance of himself. Uh, but, he, you know, you wouldn't say he's, he's real quality, but he, like, he looks like a nuisance. That's what he is. He's a, a, a nuisance who's, who's got a little bit of... Bad, but looks like he, he could have a few goals. Um, but apart from that, Dave, I was really... I was really um, disappointed with Borough. And then, obviously, Swansea tomorrow. uh, They've conceded three in the last three away games. So they need to tighten up. They need to stay in games. And they need to start putting the chances, because they are creating chances, but they need to start putting them away. The finishing in recent games has been really poor. Um, So tomorrow, for me, it's, it's a let's get solid again. Let's have a little reset. Let's make sure that we're not easy to play against. And then when we do get the ball and we are breaking, let's go at pace and start putting some balls in the box because they have some good stuff, get it round the edges of people. And when they've got a real chance, a proper chance unopposed to cross the ball, they don't. They sort of stop and then come back and the ball ends up getting thrown in by a right back who's halfway in their own half. And I look at it and think, well, what's what's the point in that? Get it in there when you know people are backpedalling towards their own goal. You've got strikers running in. Um, but they don't they're quite reluctant to do it and they're almost trying to score the perfect goal um, so I hope you know I hope tomorrow they just become really solid organised because they are, they are always organised they know what they're doing there is a way of playing um, but if they're missing the best players and missing that extra little bit of quality then I think it shows massively and, and where they are now is probably where their performance has them to be if I'm honest over the last I think it's one win in five games they've got um, so things need to change, and and hopefully they'll get three points tomorrow. It's was, tough place to go, isn't it? Was easy,
1: it? Tough place, tough place. To go, well, it is Swansea. a tough
3: place, but they've got problems really. as well, does haven't they? So yeah. Swansea are having their own problems. They're they're looking for their own manager. They've they've recognised someone and and approached them, and I think now they're talking to Spurs. It won't happen in time for tomorrow, so they're still, you know, they're still without a manager. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's all about first goals in the championship, and, and if you go away from yeah. home, and you you're tough to play against, and you score the first goal, I think it makes the game yeah. a little bit easier. Um, but the way Borough have defended, particularly away from home, it'll give the other teams a bit of confidence, saying, "Well, look, even if we go goal down, this is what they've done in the last three games. There's no reason why we yeah, can't go and yeah. do that as well." Because, you know, we all know on, on any given day, anyone can beat anyone in that league. And it's yeah, such a tight league, coming. and and the margins are are really small, aren't they? So, I just hope yeah. that the the reset, they, they're tough to play against. They don't give any stupid goals away, um, and like I say, they will cause they will cause problems in the game, and they will create chances. Yeah. I just hope that they put them away when they get them.
4: Simon yeah. Simon from Redcar has uh, WhatsApp the studio, and he said, "We look a million miles from being a promotion playoff team." Do you still believe Borough can make the top six? Mm. Um,
3: if, if I was to say now, I'd, I'd say no. I don't think they will. I think, like I say, they need the players fit and, and they've got a massive injury list. And that hasn't helped. You know, Michael won't say it. Um, but it has. It's had a big influence on on what's happened recently. But you can't go making those excuses. They've got a squad and they've they've... They've got players there who are more than capable and um, but their injuries have been have been really bad. You know, there's almost an eleven who would who would play on the sidelines and the sooner they can get them back. I I just hope for, for December they stay in touch, they get a couple of results from somewhere, stay in touch, come January, they've got more players coming back from injury and they might go out and look to to try and strengthen it. They need a centre forward, they need a proper centre forward who'll score goals. Everyone does though. So everyone's looking for the same thing. Um, whether they'll get it or not, I don't know. Josh Cobain was out injured last game, wasn't involved. Like I say, Lati Lath has, has been scoring recently, which has been good, but they haven't been getting results from the goals. Um, I think December for me is when you want your squad and you want most of your squad fit. So you've got yeah. half a chance of getting through because there's so many games. You want half a chance of getting there into January, transfer window opens, few people come back and you're still in with a shout. I, I, that's what I yeah. hope. Whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. Yeah. It's because the way they're playing at the moment, it, it almost looks like they've lost a bit of confidence.
0: I think that's a good point, Iggy. I think the six points out the playoffs at the minute they can't allow that gap to get any bigger. <clears throat> they've got to stay in touch with those clubs, even trying to reduce it. But it certainly cannot get any bigger than that going into the new year. They've got to, they've got to, uh, you know, start picking up some positive results. Like you say, they've got to go back to basics in the next game stop conceding you know the disappointing goals that you're seeing, and uh, you know get back on track and, and, and start getting some positive results whether that you take a point away from home then win your, win your home games but the, you know they can't afford to be slipping any further behind the playoffs than they are now
3: <coughs> No I mean I, I don't know if you've seen the whole goal the uh, laps goal from the corner you know where it's it's never seen into it, the no. near post Hull get there first the lap just runs from the middle of the goal to the back post no one goes with him totally free easiest header you'll get and it's things like that that cost you you know set pieces you you should know what you're doing at set pieces everyone should be set this is my job this is what i've got to do but you know time and again they've they've been done by by things like that not not great bits of play but sloppy little bits of play and every Mm -hmm. now and again you know bristol city scored a worldie against them and 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 people like that i think um ipswich got a decent goal against them Um, but there's too many that are that are avoidable you know that that they can't you you can't concede if if you've got half a chance of winning a game you can't concede (coughs) things like that from set pieces not as easy as that you know you've got to make it hard for people haven't you and do your jobs properly
1: Mm.
0: yeah Definitely.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: well, well, like yeah. you know what it's like as a as a coach or a manager. We've all been there. It's it's the most annoying thing in the world when you concede from set players because mm. you usually get it thrown at you when you do from the fans. Do they ever work on it? But believe you, me, we all do. We work on it for hours per week, isn't it? It is. It is, lads. It is. Clarkie, it it's before. embarrassing because we've done it we, before we as players.
3: We've done it as coaches. <clears throat> At Hartlepool, we had a spell where we conceded a couple of set pieces and people had just switched off. And I spent Mm -hmm. two hours, we were playing Carlisle in the midweek and I spent two hours on a Monday just walking through set pieces. This is your job, this is what you've got to do. Didn't do anything else in training, just that. We play Carlisle on a a Wednesday night and we concede three set pieces. And you just think, (laughs) what chance have you got? You know, well, if you're, no, you're uh, spending uh, that if you're doing some, it.
0: If you're giving someone responsibility and they can do it, it's it's just mind-boggling, isn't it? Mm. And in the, and the and uh. they win so many games. They win the win set pieces. Win your Sunday morning games. They win your World Cup finals. Mass- it's massive, and you know yeah. we get a lot of players uh. who are. are don't focus enough on it to think oh well it's a a corner or it's a free kick or whatever but you know there can be the difference between winning and losing you could have a brilliant performance as a team but lose the game or get a draw because you haven't switched on you know Mm -hmm. you're not bright enough
3: from a a set play they're the things that frustrate you like you say as a manager they frustrate the living daylights out of you because that's the basic stuff that's the basic stuff that you expect people and you do it and you work on it and you, but you expect them to go out and just do their job. Yeah. No, but get but people don't for whatever reason they'll get caught up <clears> in the game and they'll just switch off and the minute you switch off you'll get done and it happens at every single level like Clarkie says.
1: The thing is so, Iggy, they shouldn't, you shouldn't switch off on a set piece really should you? Because that's no. when you should really be switched on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. You know if the ball's at the other end of the pitch and, you, and you're stood there as a centre half sometimes you, you know, you might have a little daydream every now and then but you know, when you're actually in your own p- penalty area and you're actually, yeah, actually up against a man, you should not be switching off. You know, it's no. just, it's crazy. It's crazy, mate.
3: <laughs> I would, Daz, because I was an attacker. You wouldn't. I switched off when
1: he went forward. Me. <laughs> <laughs> how does How um, does
4: Michael put this right? How does he get out of it? How does a manager get out of a slump, fellas? I mean, you've got. Far more experience than anyone listening. You know how does he do it? Is it hey, does
0: he just rely on luck? Does he? I mean, what what does nah, it take? Nah. It
4: takes
1: hey, a little. He's done bit it once, like, hasn't he? A
0: lot. He's done exactly. He's done it. He's mm. done it brilliantly uh, early on this season. I mean, he, the, the, the started so poorly, and then he, they came out of it. But this, you know, they're having a the mini slump back into it. It's it is a little bit of luck involved, Dave, of course. But it's it's just about you've got to continue the work. You've got to continue your beliefs and. And then, you know, if the same players are making the same errors, you might have to change the personnel and see if there's other players prepared to do it. Sometimes, you know, you don't always pick your best 11 players when you're in a time like this. You pick the players that you think you can trust to go away from right. home and help you uh, help you yeah. get, turn, turn the tide a little bit, stop the run of uh, defeats um mm-hmm. and uh, the, you know sometimes you've got to look at little things like that it's getting the right players in the right positions and if it is the if it is set players that's costing them games he might he might go with players that he might think you know when he's watching them on the training ground or he knows them players that aren't particularly the, the there's might be better players in the football club in terms of technically but these might be players he can trust for a game or two to get the the, the losing run stopped and get them back on track
1: Mm. I think it's important yeah. as well It gets players back as well gets yeah. players back as well you know, like it is affecting them it is affecting them massively. you know we, we've we obviously touched on our, on previous weeks you know with Newcastle and, and Middlesbrough you know when you have those in, injuries you know it does affect you you know it does affect the team mm. it does affect you know the, the, the squad you know if you don't have that those players that you can bring in bring in it's very difficult it's very difficult yeah well,
0: yeah, that's, I, that's, that's what I think I, that's the difference you, between the game now and we, then when we played lads especially I mean I know it was thinking towards the end but if you remember we only had like one transfer window which was the end of March when it used to shut and you couldn't do any business but you could sign players all the time so if we yeah, had like yeah. mini injury crisis you could sign a couple of players on loan or you could bring a couple of permanents in now you've got that you've got that group of players up until Jan and then from Jan you've got that group of players till the end of the season. So you get a, like, the you know, especially what Middlesbrough and Newcastle have had this season, you get a glut of
3: injuries, like Daz your spot on, it can affect you massively. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's going to change his principles. You know, the no. way he plays is the no. way he plays. And um, like I said, Ipswich were very similar with Kieran McKenna and, and it's no wonder, you know, possession based, play it around the back, wait for you to make a mistake. He's not going to change the way he plays like that, so I, I don't expect a change in style. Um, I think no. it's just a case of staying in touch and, and getting the the lads who, who are going to make a difference back fit again. And then if you can add in January, then that's a bonus.
4: One of the interesting things yeah. this week um, from Carrick, and the fans have picked up on this, and there's obviously a big debate on social, when isn't there a big debate on social media? but Carrick came out after the game and said he was really pleased with the performance and and the a lot of fans are saying it wasn't a good performance why is he saying that and, and he followed up with that on the press conference as well i mean he said exactly the same uh, in his much pre match press press conference here's a quick clip from it
1: yeah yeah the boys are f- the boys are um okay you know considering i think um positive in in, in um, many ways from what I said about what what we went into the game trying to do and how we feel like we done that for the, for the large majority of the game and um, so we took a lot from that um, physically it was you know it was a, it was a good game it was a tough game the boys worked really hard and um, gave what they had so um naturally is you know there's the recovery day today and, and
4: freshen up ready for for the weekend yeah mfc.co.uk if you want to see the full press conference but iggy i mean i don't know what your views were on the performance I know what the fans' views were and they were a bit different. Is Michael playing a bit of a Jose Mourinho, I'll take the rap here, keep the pressure off the players or do
3: you think he genuinely believes they played well? No, I think he's taking the positives out of stuff. I think he's, you know, there was one or two things that they did do well against Hull. You know, there was some bits of play creating chances that was was quite good. I think you have to be careful these days that you're not hanging people out to dry. I think if you want a proper squad, you can't, you can tear it a strip off people privately in the dressing room after the game but then when you come out you defend people you know and and you don't ever want to throw one of your players under the bus because these are players that he's gonna he's gonna have to rely on until the other lads are getting fit again so you know he doesn't want to mess them about and and call them out in public um and i think he's you know he does the right thing that the the bit that i struggle with is is the bit saying if we carry on playing like that we'll be all right because they won't be. I think if they carry on playing like that, they'll, they'll end up middle of the table. Um, but he knows that, you know, He's he's been around football long enough and um, I think there's a little bit of, of mind games there with him. I think there's a little bit of, well, I'm, I don't want to have a go at people because I need these people. I'm going to have to rely on these people and, and in a way his, his job will count on them performing for him. Um, so he doesn't want to lose them. Uh, I think that's all it is. Uh, sometimes you have to be careful as a manager that you know play it. people who've paid their money, uh, watch the games, and they see performances. They know Middlesbrough can play miles better than what they have done in the, in the last two games. Um, the tempo has been different in the last two games. I don't think I don't think the tempo has been there, um, but I don't think the quality has been there either, and and that's got a lot to do with with who's not playing at the moment and who's out so there's only so much a manager can do um, but the last thing you want to do is try and hoodwink anyone and say the performance was, was really good when it wasn't because you know people have got their own eyes and, and they can see what's, what's going on um, but there was good things within the performance that he will take and, and he'll try and take to the players look we need more of this I think that's all it is really he never gives much away anyway Dave does he no, you know, he does he interviews he's, he's he keeps his cards close to his chest um, and that's just the way he is I think that's that's a man United thing. I think nobody
4: is expecting Dale Fry to come back um against Ipswich you know he just suddenly mm. appeared back from injury but he has given away a few bits today saying Riley McGree's close um, um Force is close so the signs that a couple of players are going to be coming back soon. <laughs>
3: good well that's his way his way is you know he doesn't say what the injury is he doesn't say how long they're going to be out he doesn't say when they'll be back um they're back when when he picks them and you know people can ask all they want but they're not going to get any answers at all from him and i don't know whether that's it probably has been spoken about and and saying look this is this is our stance now any injuries we're not going to say what it is and the time frame and all that because it you know that can open it its own kind of worms but at the same way there, there has to be a happy medium where you know you, you have to give something away and say like you know he's he's out for a, a little while with an ankle or you know just daft little bits uh, but they don't Borough yeah. but just don't do anything don't tell you when someone's back don't tell you when they're out um, very rarely tell you why they're out I think the reason a couple of fans have found that Lenahan I think put his on on Instagram didn't he yeah um, as did Tommy Smith so um I don't know what the policy is with that with the club, whether they wanted them to do that or not. But <laughs> if they're out for the season, I don't. I, there's no point, is there? It's it doesn't matter then. But they are very um, cards close to the chest type of type of answers. Mm.
4: So we've discussed Sunderland, we've discussed Borough, we've got to discuss Newcastle. No more European action. And tell you what we'll do, fellas. We'll take a quick break and we'll do that next.
2: World Celestial, Celestial Windows World Celestial. More with high security great quality the company you've been searching for oh, Celestial, Celestial Windows. Oh, Celestial, Celestial Windows.
1: The important thing to
4: remember about accidents at work is that these days the law imposes such a strong duty of care upon the employer they're basically obliged to ensure that accidents don't happen. So if an accident does happen, it's likely, in some sense, to be their fault even if you feel partly to blame. So if you've had an accident at work, just give us a call.
2: Sunday, lay alive with les gun.
5: What about you, Jess? Have you you done fancy dress before? Oh good lord, yes. When I was little, I think my mum and my sister used to think it was the most hilarious thing to put me in the most awkward costumes. I once went, they made me into a
2: candle uh, when we went carol sitting. So I was wearing a full-length box and then they made a flame for my head. The wire really hurt. Sunday, lay alive with les gun. Clark, legend. Williams, legend. Hignett, legend. It's the three legends. Whatsappers, call or send a voice message. We don't bite. O-double-three, 0 43 2002. Right across the North by the fans, for the fans. The tune, the red and the cut.
4: Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Newcastle obviously going down during the week in uh, Champions League action. The uh, the defeat means they're out of Europe for the rest of the season. And that's something we've got a message in. We've got a WhatsApp in, uh, Lee, for you. Uh, Addie and Walker asking, uh, how much of a blessing can the Champions League elimination actually be for the league campaign? What are your thoughts?
0: Well, initially on that, I was obviously really disappointed that we went out of um, Europe completely <clears throat> we're not getting that third spot to get in Europa League uh, but then in the cold light of day sitting back and and looking at how um, this injury situation's derailed our season um, a bit you know or, or a lot I think yeah it could be a blessing for the second half of the season we've obviously got the Carabao Cup uh, match next week and midweek against Chelsea but I think in terms of the league programme, it it will give us a a better chance of picking up more points because at the moment we're just starting to slip away. Like I was mentioning about Borough hanging on the playoffs there, we've got to try and do the same in terms of the top four. We're like seven points adrift at the moment and we cannot let that go. We've got to reduce it actually, but we cannot certainly let it go any further. So I think having less games in the second half of the season, yes, could be a blessing because. I'm not too sure, there's talk today that Harvey Barnes has had a setback he may Mm. need an operation so he's looking like it's 2024 before we see him which is really tough news Um, you know Anthony Gordon's due a fitness test for tomorrow we're missing obviously Kieran Tripp here tomorrow with uh, suspension five yellows yeah but to answer the question at first I wasn't but in the call later day when you assess things and see how it's it's just took the edge off our season a little bit. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that now, definitely.
1: Clark, you would need Harry Potter as a physio, wouldn't you, really? The, the way <laughs> things have
0: gone, mate. Honestly, <laughs> mate. I, it's That's a belt I does. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy, isn't it, though, mate? Because what I mean, what such bad luck with injuries, mate. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: Well, thankfully, frankly, we've got Dan Byrne back. I would imagine Eddie'd probably start him tomorrow, put Livramento, who's been outstanding, by the way. Uh, What a terrific young player he is. Um, Mm. He could probably go in at right-back. He's been playing a bit at left-back, you know. So, um, Sean Longstaff and Wilson got some more minutes under that belt. I mean, the lads played, I thought they were terrific first half against AC Milan, I really did, and well worthy of uh, a brilliant goal by Joe Linton to be up. Um, But then, obviously, you know, AC Milan, they're like Dortmund, they're, they're a club that's used to playing in the Champions League, league season in, season out. The players understand it, they've got great experience at that level and they become efficient, they don't panic. You've never seen them panic even though you know, they've got you know, Newcastle by far and away the best team in the first half. And then they just came, and you could see them getting stronger. They got the equaliser, then they keep our pulls off, an unbelievable save from Gimires onto the crossbar. And then they got they hit the post themselves, and then they finished the game off. So. That would probably be what Eddie's taking from the game. If in the coming years we get back to that level, and we're competing with those clubs again in the Champions League, you know, it's it's ruthless. It's because you're coming up against the elite, the very best of the best. And um, so yeah, it's been a tough week. I was obviously part. I went down to Spurs at the weekend as well. Got involved in all that travel chaos that hit the Newcastle fans with the train services oh, all getting cancelled, left, right, and centre. Uh-huh. Had to take an Had to take an Uber from Grantham to uh, London. So ouch. Um, I meet me me drinks me drinks money went down the Swanee early doors <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you just get a carry out from Tesco's Ah <laughs> I just I just went
0: for the cheap LCL drink cans then
2: <laughs> So
0: uh no I was um But you know what it's in in a strange sort of way we've had this run of defeats but it's me it's made us even more um positive and more uh looking forward to the future under Eddie and the staff and the players, because I think they come out, you know, no one wants to lose. Of course you don't, especially, you know, we've been there, we've been managers and it's the worst thing in the world when you lose as a manager. But it just feels like they've they've handled this situation unbelievably. They've given everything. Can cannot say that they haven't, even in the 4-1 defeat, here was a team that was just against Spurs, that was just flat on the floor. They had no energy and when you're a manager who wants to play a high intense, high tempo football, front foot football, football, like Eddie does, if you're lacking any physical output, which we did in that game, it can hit you hard. And the bounce back first half, as I said, against Milan. And, uh, but it it wasn't to be, you know. So, um, we just got to bounce back. Got a tough one tomorrow. Uh, Fulham, they're coming off the back of two 5-0 wins. Mm. Um, you know, and I think Marco Silva's done a terrific job with my old club there. And uh, that'll not be an easy one for us, but hopefully we can get the positive result and, and just settle every everybody down again, getting ready for the festive period.
3: Clarkie, do you think that the way they went out the Champions League will improve them? And and by saying that, I mean, do you think they'll have learnt massively from it? Because they they were labelled a little bit naive, weren't they? Because they were in a UEFA spot at the time, um, but just kept going for it. Do you think yeah. they'll have learned from that and, and it'll make them a better team in the future?
0: I, I, totally, Higgy. I think, and you know what? I think it's learned, it's it's good experience for the fans as well. I think everyone's learned from the campaign. I think, you know, never, because I think what happened after we beat Paris Saint-Germain 4-1 up at Newcastle, I think everyone, we approached the Dortmund game. I sensed this as I was going to the match at St. James's. There was a, A bit of a this is, oh, this is Dortmund, you know, Paris Saint Germain are better than Dortmund, so we've just beat them 4 1, we can do these no problem. And I think the fans took their eye off the ball a little bit in terms of didn't give the respect of a club like Dortmund, like I mentioned again, like AC Milan, who compete in Champions League every year, year in, year out, and the players have got so much experience at this level of football. It's a different ball game compared to the Premier League as well. Um, and I think, obviously, Eddie always talks about that, about learning from, you know, you know me, you, you, you learn more from your players as well. if When you start, things go wrong. it can you, It's all right being the getting on the ball when you're on a great run and people yeah. ne- aren't always wanting it. It's still having that mentality and that desire and that bravery, that's football bravery, still getting the ball when you, your passing's not on, but you want to still get on it and you're on a run of not good results and your players are still trying to do the right things so I think it, 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 it's it been a brilliant experience for everyone and it's been a massive
3: uh, learning experience which I think that will help us in the future Is the aim now to get in the Champions League again, Clarky this year finish fourth if they can't is Higgy but it's a, it's going to be a big ask mate, it's going yeah. to be a
0: very big ask I know we're not even halfway through the season but I said we're seven points at Adrift. when you look, um, you know, Villa Event at that race now. They look a terrific side this season. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Tottenham um had a little blip, but they they have come out of that unfortunately against us. So they're there challenging again. Liverpool have been rebuilt. So you know where whereas the teams last year, um, you know, I think there's a couple more to be added to that list. So you there could be what seven, eight clubs that might want to be getting those four positions? So, it's a tough ask. Um, we've got to sort the away form out in terms of the points return. You know, we've we've been poor away from home in the Premier League this year. You know, being really good at St James's, so you know, we need to turn that around quite quickly in terms of uh, the, the points accumulation we we'll get away from home. To if it's gonna if we are gonna
3: finish in the top four, Clarkey. You know, given. Given the fact that you know they've got all these resources, Newcastle, and everyone's expecting them to to really add to the squad as well over the summer, do you think not being in the Champions League this season will affect <coughs> who will yeah. come to the club?
0: Oh, without a doubt, mate. Do you think they'll lower without the sights doubt. if they don't get in the top four? I think you have to. I think you have to change your targets because I don't, mm-hmm. I like you say. I don't think you can attract elite players if you're not playing in the Champions League. I don't think the top top players. Uh, they want to be involved in the Champions League that's what makes them tick yeah winning that domestic league and all that yeah of course they do but it's the Champions League that's the Holy Grail for all these top top players and I think it is very difficult to to attract them uh, when you're not there so you do have to have a different type of target um, so yeah it, the knock-on effect of not being in the Champions League has so many uh, implications it's not just mm. oh you're out of Europe and it's the prestige it's the financial it's the type of players you can bring into the club both from financial viewpoint but that's not a problem obviously for us with, with our new ownership but certainly from a prestigious one in the, the top players wanting to play in
3: the major competitions and if they don't get top four does that put a bit of pressure on Eddie as well? For next season, well, maybe to say, "Well, look, you really need to get in it next season."
0: Listen and understand why you go down that route. And, and, and there's been some stuff said, you know, in the media and, and over the last week, ten days, and it's uh, it, it it it's frustrating because obviously me and you have been managing the game. Obviously lowered down the, the the pyramid, but hmm. it's it's I don't know. I just where do we go? Where where? <clears throat> Who's the next level of manager to take the club to the next level? I don't know. Who's the names? Because it, it shows you that sometimes the superstar names don't always work. Yeah. You know, look, at, it's got to be the right fit, hasn't it? Look at what happened with Mourinho and Conte. I mean, Mourinho is a serial winner. Um, Conte has won major trophies. They both couldn't get it right at Spurs. There's been other... Look at, look at what's happening at Man United. yeah some of the
3: well, managers they isn't it banal was ah. the some, look at, some, winner, some, look at the,
0: some of the managers they've spat out hmm. do you know what I mean and I, I, I just think Eddie gets it and he and I think we've, we've just got to make sure you know the banner we've got to make sure we stick by them in this little tough period and but I I, I know where you come from because I think these are going to be a little bit impatient this yeah. is a test for them as well because this is mm-hmm. the first real time where there's been a little bit of a dodgy run since the new ownership took over, with the exception of that early part when the first took over from the October to the January, when they were working with you know the limited uh, squad. Mike Ashley had allowed the previous managers to assemble, but you know they obviously brought the the, the lads in in the January to stop them getting relegated. But since then, it's all been on an upward trajectory. So they'll be, it's a little test for them. How did, uh, are they prepared to hold their nerve or the, how they're prepared to back the manager and if you know it'd be it's an interesting one pal definitely mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting because I know they want to move quickly
2: yeah.
0: <clears throat> and I do know they want to move quickly
3: but us people well, that's being I get the feeling. understand you know, how long not are simple. they going to wait so how long are they going to mm-hmm. wait before they, they want to be that team that's in the minimum is top four it's every a- season yeah. There's
1: got to be a bit of common sense so has not there you know looking at this season all oh, the injury list and everything it's yeah. like you know they can't expect you know once a players is about mate you know a lot a lot could change a lot could change massively exactly. you know no, you no, don't no, you exactly. don't know what type of run you you can go on do you know I mean you're more than capable of going on the run you know with the squad the squad uh, all back and everyone fit so there's you know there's no reasons why you can why you count now. I get why you count now because obviously you know teams are picked up and you know you you saw many points adrift, drift. But there's no reason why why things can't turn, mate, and situations can't turn. And you know yeah. I I think they'd be crazy to to make a a rash decision. You know I'm not saying they will this year, but what I'm saying is you know in the future because for me he's a fantastic manager and he, you <clears> know, <throat> look where he's look where he's taken the club so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm yeah. the
3: same. I'm I'm playing that devil's advocate. Get there because I, you know, I'm the same. I think he's done yeah. a terrific job at, at Newcastle, but I know, you know, when you're putting, if they start to put the money in, they'll want a guaranteed return every year, year on year. Yeah. You know what owners are like, yeah, and course, we know yeah. how quick they want yeah. they want things to change around.
4: Need but to rein the horses. Re- need to rein the horses in on this one because we're almost out of time, and, and we've got to have a chat with Ian Murta, who joins us now. Uh, he's on after this show finishes, seven to eight. Black, white, and red all
0: over. Ian.
5: Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, Ian Hello, Ian. hello, hello, mate. Listen, it's a, it's a funny old funny old week, isn't it? I thought we would be talking about the the downs of Newcastle United and Middlesbrough and the ups of Sunderland, and you know this has been a week. Remember last week we all predicted Sunderland would lose against West Brom, and they've had two yeah. terrific results. Uh, Sunderland some fans of them sh- didn't. Su- some <laughs> of the sums didn't. Fair play, fair play. <laughs> and we thought Sunderland fans be on a high, but you know, and it would have been if this show had been on twenty four hours ago, but. uh We've got the Michael Beale announced well, it hadn't been formally announced, but I sense Sunderland fans are pretty underwhelmed if he is going to be the number one manager. Uh, and of course and the other and the, of course the other news that has a lot of Sunderland fans up in arms isn't so much the fact that six thousand Newcastle fans will be at the Weird Time Derby in the new year, but the fact that a significant chunk of some of Sunderland's loyalist fans will be kicked out of their own seats. Seats that they've had to sit through many, many miserable years to watch the team in the third tier. And so, you know, I can understand that. It, it's strange. It it's just points to how fortunes can change so quickly in football. Anyway, I'll tell you about my guests. My first guest is, I think he was at Sunderland, uh, just before yourselves, Lee and Darren, uh, Lee Howie. Uh, one of the. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, I was with Big guy, He was there. He was he? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Right. And uh, I mean, he's, he's a lovely lad to talk to. And uh, I'm talking about the book he wrote five, five years ago, tremendous, Cold uh, uh, Massively <laughs> Violent and Distinctly Average. And we, we talked about. That's about, about right. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tell him that. I'll tell him that. He knows. Guess, well, <laughs> my, my second guess, listen, it's a bit cold out there. So I decided to, to up uh, for warmer climbs, And uh, I'm interviewing Steve Brenner, who was uh, the Northeast man for The Sun for many years. He now lives in Miami. But it's a big but he is more well informed than most of the working journalists in the northeast right now. He watches all the northeast, even though he's from London. He watches all the matches. He keeps in touch with social media. He looks at the Chronicle, the Sunday Echo, the Gazette, etc., and the national papers. So, and he so he's keeping watch for lives. So I'll be very interested in his observations and what's been happening in the region. Did Correct. you fly over there for that interviewee? I wish, I wish. <laughs> come on, oh, on Dave my, wouldn't give you the budget on for my it.
4: budget, come on. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Ian joins us immediately after uh, the three legends finish with black and white and red all over at seven o'clock. So, fellas, let's look to what's in hand. We've got five minutes. Uh, what's coming up then? So, we were talking Newcastle. Let's start with them. Hey, Clark, it's a three o'clock kick-off on a Saturday afternoon. That's a bit unusual, isn't it? Newcastle, full of what you're expecting. <laughs>
0: you're right there he's not many of those knocking about now Dave but we'll take that Um, yeah as I said inform Fulham team um, and uh, hello I'd expect us to come back and and, and get a victory so I'm going for three points for Newcastle
3: easy that's very straightforward I would um, would agree I think I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park um, because Fulham are on a good run but I do expect Newcastle, especially at St. James's, to uh, to get the three points. So I'm going to go for a 2-1 win. Mm. Daz?
1: I'm going 2-0 Newcastle, mate. I think there's a bit of bounce-back ability in that.
4: Love the word. Love the word. Bounce-back ability. What a word. Bounce it's a football back. word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Only ever would be used in football.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just Googled it.
4: I wouldn't be able to spell it to Google it, I'm telling you Uh, So, uh, things looking rosy for Newcastle then Uh, Next on my list, Bristol City versus Sunderland
0: Um, I think Dodgy for England's going to be shouting from the rooftops (laughs) From the Stadium Alight at five o'clock tomorrow They're going to get his third win on the bounce I'm going to
3: go 2-0 Sunderland Ooh Oh, I'm. I'm gonna. They did, Borough, Giggy Yeah, they did. Yeah, they scored a few goals as well. I'm. I'm gonna go for a one-one draw. Okay. I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go two-one win Sunderland because uh, Bristol have a decent uh, record at the back, but are struggling to score.
4: These are all short and sharp. Two-one Sunderland. Yeah, two-one Sunderland. For the big one. The big one, Abatawe. Swansea. It's a bit of Welsh creeping in
3: there. I've just...
0: I'm gonna go for a,
3: a nil nil. I think I'm gonna oh, try and put it don't do nil nils, Clarky man. I
0: know, mate, but I'm just thinking that they, they they're just gonna have to try and do something to just stop this run of defeat So I think they're gonna go there with a game plan. I know that we and Mickey will want to play with the ball, but without the ball, trying to get a, a strong defensive performance and then. They can look to build on, on there. They've got a big cup tie in, in the midweek as well. I'd take a point, I'll be honest. Would you,
4: Dave? I would. I mean, obviously I want more, but right yeah. now I don't, I don't see where the next point's coming from. That's the problem. And, and you've got Port Vale looming on the horizon. I just think we need something, some confidence or something from somewhere to go into that game because that's, that's potentially a massive banana skin.
3: Yeah, but it's also a massive opportunity of course it, to get yourself it is. into the semi final. And if we were like in a winning run, I would
4: be massively confident.
3: But I think they're gonna win tomorrow and I'm gonna go for a two one win. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet, but I think they might put a couple of chances away that they create. So I'm gonna go for a two one win. Mm Dance Baby? Swansea yeah, Borough. I
1: I agree. I think there's gonna I think it's gonna change, me. I think um, Middlesbrough are going to go down there. I think they're going to be solid. I think they're going to come
3: away with a 1-0 win. Oh, they're a clean sheet. Yeah. Two lads have gone for clean sheets there.
4: And two non-borough lads going for clean sheets, Iggy.
3: Yeah. What do you well, know? There you, go. you heard it here for- <laughs> 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 It's because they haven't seen them, isn't it? That's <laughs> why they've gone for clean
4: sheets. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of those three, then, which one Which one do you think, uh, or are any of them, nailed uncertainties? certainties? Butter and nailed on Sandy 2-1 oh, Default good luck. I like the cut of your cloth I the butter.
1: I'm going for a malt mate I'm going for a, a Decent weekend
3: All of them Why not it. Good luck everyone And Clarky Anything for you there Nailed on
4: Your castle the win I thought you were going to say short, You shot. lads getting some sherbets Over the weekend But there you go
3: <laughs> I'm going to go and have some local cuisine in Swansea. Good man. So that means I'll be in a Chinese. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs>
4: <Nah. laughs> We've done it. we done it, just it, fellas. Magnificent. We'll catch
3: you next Have a good week. weekend, everyone. Uh, have a good weekend, yeah. everyone. Cheers, guys. All Cheers, the best. To all. See all to you take later. Care. Cheers, man.
2: Banter at its best. Across the northeast. it's the three legends. The tune, the bird, and the cat.